What's up, y'all? Let's do this. Welcome to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. And today, guys, I want to talk about what Donald Trump posted on his True Social account over the weekend about absolving the Constitution over finding out that the Democrat Party, Twitter, and our government colluded to basically steal the election and basically silenced all opposition in violation of the First Amendment. So I want to talk about that and many more, guys. If you guys love Nikki's World so much, guys, please consider donating a cup of coffee for me. Because seriously, guys, for a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I'm also on Locals, guys, if you guys want to support and sponsor this podcast show. All right? If you guys love Nikki's World so much, please hit that like, subscribe. Please give me a review. Good, bad, and the ugly. And also, guys, if you guys want to support Nikki's World, I do have affiliate sponsors that you can go through to support the show. The link's in the description below. Alright, and before we get this show on the road, literally guys, if you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World, please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Woo! Alright, alright, alright guys, alright. Got through the got through all the podcast formalities. It's Monday. I'm on the way to work, so this will be uploaded up later tonight as soon as I get get out of work, okay? I'm diapered up, as always, ready to go to work, and ready, ready for the world, guys, all right? So today, guys, I want to talk about, I want to talk about this thing that Donald Trump posted on his Truth Social account. I want to talk about this because... 
something he said on Truth, Truth Social. And by the way, guys, if you all don't know what Truth Social is, it's Donald Trump's version of Twitter. And I've said this a million times, and I'll say it again on my podcast show. Donald Trump has no intentions of ever going back on Twitter, regardless of what Elon Musk has offered. So, he has no intentions, and I agree with him on that one. So, basically, he he can do whatever he wants on his own platform. So, that being said, I do want to talk about what he said on Truth Social over the weekend. And I'll post a link on what he said, that he wanted to, like, absolve and abolish the Constitution over the fact that big tech, Democrats, liberals, okay, and our government colluded to basically steal the election from Donald Trump in the 2020 election. When this came out, Donald Trump posted on his true social that he said that he was right all along that the election was stolen, the election was rigged, the election was basically robbed from him, and that he wanted to absolve the current government, which is illegitimate by the way, and basically install the rightful winner, which was Donald Trump, alright? But the question here, and I'm not taking, and, and, and mind you, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to say this bluntly on the show. I am not taking this on the side of left versus right, liberal versus conservative. I am taking this on the view of the Constitution and what our founding fathers and the framers of the Constitution had in mind here. Okay? Nothing in the Constitution, as it's written, and I've checked this many times over, that there is no process to abolish an election or an illegitimate president, okay, if it turns out that he stole it, like committed fraud or committed crimes. Now, there is a process to impeach him. If it turns out that he committed, like, high crimes and misdemeanors, there is a process for that. But the way Donald Trump said it on True Social, I don't know if under the current Constitution, as it's written, that there is a process for what Donald Trump wants to do. Now, everyone on the liberal media and the legacy media is all saying, oh, this is another QAnon conspiracy theory that Donald Trump's babbling on. I don't take that side seriously. I take it on the on value of the Constitution and knowing, for example, that under our current Constitution, there is a process to remove a president only if they they were convicted of high crimes 
and basically anything that is considered treason and sedition. Okay? Now, the standard for that is a little high. Okay? Is way high for that. They would have to come out with mounting evidence that Joe Biden actually directed his campaign and his administration to work with big tech and the liberal media to suppress conservative viewpoints, opinions, beliefs, and even suppress the Hunter Biden laptop. Now, if that's the case, ladies and gentlemen, we are looking at another Richard Nixon in Watergate 2.0 all over again. Okay? We are looking at that right square in the face. Now, now, now the question here is, does the Constitution allow the ability to dissolve a, a current administration knowing that they fraudulently won the election? Does it? When I looked at it, it doesn't. We, it doesn't have that ability. So the question remains is like this. Do we have that process in place that allows constitutionally to, to say that if a candidate who winds up being president turns out he, he fraudulently stole the election, fraudulently won the election, do we have a process in the Constitution to remove a sitting president, start all over, and have fresh elections. We don't. That system is something that you see in European parliaments and in parliaments around the country. That system of like removing heads of office if it turns out that they committed a crime or they committed high crimes and treason and treasonous acts. That that system is what Donald Trump wants in America is what they have in Europe and in the rest of the world. We don't have that process here in America. Now, the only way Donald Trump could ever get a process like that here in America is that he would have to get the states to call for a constitutional convention. He would have to legally get two-thirds of the United States or two-thirds of the states to call for a constitutional convention to come out with a new with a new amendment added to the Constitution. He would have to do that. And, and right now, neither side has the has like the energy to go get two thirds of the United the states to to call for a constitutional convention. Neither side has that ability, okay? And to get two thirds of the United States or two thirds of the states to to call for a constitutional convention, guys, you would have to get thirty three states to agree to call for a constitutional convention. That is 33 out of 50 states, folks. 
Now here's the question for you for you all. Where can you get 33 states to, to sign off and call for a constitutional convention? Where? Because I'm telling you right now, neither party can get 33 legislators to agree to call for a constitutional convention and basically come in and say, we want to tack another amendment to the Constitution and want to have a process that says, if the president basically fraudulently won, won the election, then we should absolve his presidency and start all over. Where is either side going to get that? As of right now, ladies and gentlemen, neither side has the ability to get 33 states. And our framers of the Constitution had this in mind. is because they wanted to make sure that the, that the founding document was preserved, the rule of law was preserved, and the fact that the states had more say. Now, if you ask me, ladies and gentlemen, I would go one step further and say, if we had to dissolve the federal government, states should have the right to revert back to the Articles of Confederation. Now, if you don't know what the Articles of Confederation, ladies and gentlemen, that was a predecessor to the U.S. Constitution, guys. That was in the heyday of the Constitution. The Articles of Confederation, ladies and gentlemen, were and were basically essentially an agreement between states, okay? And this agreement set up the foundation for the Constitution. Now, to me, in my ideal world, if we had to temporarily dissolve the federal government because we found out the president of the United States fraudulently won the election, fraudulently stole the election, committed high crimes, treason, and misdemeanors, then we should have it in, in the Constitution that we can temporarily suspend the Constitution and temporarily invoke the Articles of Confederation until we get a duly elected president. That is something I would agree to. That is something I would wholeheartedly support. Because here's how here's how that here's how I would support it. Is because it would strengthen states' rights. Because the I the original idea of the Articles of Confederation is that states should have a more powerful say than a central government. That states would have more power than the whole United States government ever put together. Yeah. Every state in this country would have equal say no matter what size they are. Okay? Smaller states like Connecticut, Delaware, Rhode Island, would have as much say as big states like New York, Texas, and California, and Pennsylvania. That's how I. That's how I would do it. I would. I. I. I would 
put that as an amendment to, to temporarily suspend the Constitution if we found out that the, that the President of the United States committed high crimes, treason, and misdemeanors. If that's the case, I would I would legally call call to suspend the Constitution, temporarily invoking the Articles of Confederation, which means the states would would have say would hold legal power until we can install a duly elected president of the United States. It's simple as that. It's simple as that. But what Donald Trump wants to do, and he posted this on his Truth Social account, guys, was that he wanted to do what European parliaments do all the time. Now, I don't think that's possible. I don't think that it could happen here in the United States. But who knows? Who knows? I mean, a process to get an amendment added on to the Constitution. I mean, look at look at the process of it. That takes a very long time because after Congress like like votes on it, it has to go to at least all 50 states to be ratified, and then they have to go to each of the legislators to ratify it. And there's 50 legislators in the United States. So they have to ratify something to make it constitutionally law. Now, what Donald Trump wants to propose to do, I'd have to say that is far-reaching because that's not what our founding fathers had in mind. That's not what our framers of the Constitution had in mind. I mean, that is a good idea in theory, but... Constitutionally Under our current constitution As it's written By our founding fathers That's not possible Now To impeach a president For high crimes Treason, sedition And all that That is possible That is possible And that is a process Okay In which case the House of Representatives has to bring up charges of high crimes, treason, and misdemeanors. And if they do that, then it has to go to the Senate basically to run a trial on it. And if it's proven that that Joe Biden committed high crimes, treason, and and such, then he can legally be removed from office. He can. Now the thing is, the votes to do that are kept secret. But you do know a lot of a lot of senators will will make their vote known. But the question is, which senators are willing to vote to convict convict the illegitimate president? How many Democrats are you gonna get to to get them to go along with the Republicans to convict convict Joe Biden? It's a good question, and it's good philosophical questions to ask. What 
what senator is willing to risk their neck, to risk their job, to vote to convict Joe Biden, knowing that the other side will run a candidate to vote them out of office? That's a good question to ask, guys. That's a good question to ask. Because I tell you this, I tell you this, that is something you really want to know. You know what I mean? That's something you really want to think about. But to me, I don't think what Donald Trump wants is constitutionally possible. Now, many of us who swore to uphold and defend the Constitution, we know that that's a far-fetched idea. That it's that it's a basically a very far-fetched idea. If you want my other opinion, guys, I think like this: people who join the military should be legally required to carry the Constitution with them. They should they should legally be required to carry the Constitution on them and be in their possession at all times. That should be legally required because you know why, guys? Because if you join the military, you should be required to have the copy of the Constitution in your possession at all times so you know what you're defending. You know what you are upholding, okay? It is simple as that. And I think they should make that a legal requirement that anybody who joins the military should be legally required to have a pocket copy of the United States Constitution in their possession or on their flash drive at all times. So that way, if there's ever a question of the legalities, they can refer to the Constitution and say, uh, was this legally required under the Constitution? Simple as that. Okay, folks? It is simple as that. That is my per that is my opinion on that, guys. So y'all can y'all can defer that to anywhere else. But to me, guys, I don't know if what Donald Trump wants is permissible under the Constitution. Now, if anybody else can find where it's permissible under the Constitution. I'd love for y'all to cite the actual amendment where it's permissible, guys. Okay? And I'm opening this up to y'all. Show me where in the Constitution where they, people think that what Donald Trump wants to do is permissible. Cite me the actual amendment, okay? And the actual article in the Constitution. If you do that, guys... I'll get. I'll, I'll let y'all sponsor the podcast show, and I'll let y'all dictate whatever you want me to talk about. Simple as that. That's up for a challenge, right there, guys. That's up for a challenge. But, at, but to me, I look at it like this. I carry the pocket constitution with me. I have it on my phone and on my laptop as well. I don't think it's permissible what Donald Trump wants. I'm like one of those people who go, 
maybe something you see in European parliaments, but not here in America. And I've said this, and like I said before, if Donald Trump wanted to do what European parliaments do, he would have to get two-thirds of 50 states to change the constitution and change the law to where it could be possible. As of right now, you can't get 33 states to agree to it, which is what two-thirds is. It's, it's what two-thirds of the United States which is kind of, which is kind of a good safeguard, because you know how the left—they all want to push their socialist agenda or socialist ideology or, or and socialist like mantra. But here's the thing: they won't be able to pass it or get it into law because they would have to get two thirds of the United States to change it. And I don't think two-thirds of the U.S. don't want to change it because you know why? Because then they would have to answer to their own people in their own state house. Way much. But I'm going I'm to flip the coin here. If, if I'm a leftist, and thank God I'm not, if what Donald Trump wants to do... You gotta think, if they, they would flip that and do that to our side as well. But thankfully, thankfully ladies and gentlemen, that hasn't materialized. That hasn't happened. Thankfully for that, we hadn't seen it happen, happen yet. But I go like this. I wouldn't be surprised and shocked if it did happen. But, like I said, Donald Trump, in my opinion, is is grasping at straws. He's grasping at straws knowing that under our current Constitution, which I support and defend wholeheartedly, I don't see that ever being possible for him to be able to regain his his office knowing that what what Joe Biden his campaign his his illegitimate administration along with the US government and big tech I don't think there's a there's a process to absolve that I think what what he's talking about is that Joe Biden should be impeached for what he did. And in my opinion, that does warrant high crimes, misdemeanors, impeachments, and all that shit. That does. But not to dissolve the government. Because the problem is, you dissolve the government, you have to basically get all 50 states to say yeah we can go along with this shit and I don't think any of the 50 states would would entertain that idea I don't think so I mean what conservative 
can get 33 states to agree to to like uh, suspend the Constitution just to get rid of a president who fraudulently like stole the election. I don't think I don't think that's possible in its current iteration, and I don't think that's not what the founding fathers had in mind. I don't think so, guys. I don't think so. So it does make you wonder, guys. It does make you wonder. Does does what happened in light of what Twitter has exposed allow the process to remove an illegitimate president for what he committed? Does that happen? Do we have a process in place? And my take is we, we do have an impeachment process, but we don't have a, an ability to dissolve the government like how they do in Europe. Like, like, like let's say, for example, if, if, the, if the prime minister was, was caught committing crimes, high crimes, misdemeanors, and all that, then yeah, they can they can dissolve the government and have a fresh elections. Now, to me, if I were to reset Congress, I would keep Congress the way it is, have have both House of Representatives and Senate, but then I would have the majority, like a a, a, a poor, like a uni, like a unity type where where the majority, like, say, in the House of Representatives would be, like, okay. <laughs> like, Republicans ran, like, both Republicans, Democrats, and Independent. Republicans won. They got, like, 80% of the, the House. Democrats would have, like, 20%. 1% would be reserved for independents or, or third parties. Simple as that. And the number could change. That's how I look at it. And sorry if I yawn, guys, because uh, it's getting dark earlier and earlier, man. And it does a whole lot of freaking number to my body. Because at this time of the year, when it gets this dark like this, it's like my body wants to fall asleep. It really does, guys. It really does. So, right now, I'm on the way to work. Just another day, you know? And, oh, God, this is good coffee. Yeah. I like my coffee dark roast, guys. I really do. I really do. I really do. I really do. But, in all, in all, in all, in all in all, guys, I just want to say this. I don't think it's possible for Donald Trump to get to do what he, what European parliaments want do all the time. I don't think that's possible. Now that may be wishful thinking. That may be trying to hype up his base. But to me, I can't see that happening anytime soon. 
I can't I can't see that happening at this moment or this iteration I can't guys I can't for the life of me guys I don't know if it's possible that like Donald that like you can dissolve the government if it turns out that it's fraudulent illegal and that the current president committed this and this and this now in my in my ideal world I think we should have something like that where we would dissolve it suspend the constitution temporarily and have the articles of confederation as a backup in case for temporary use until we get it until we get a a duly elected president and then the constitution could be put back into force I don't know I don't know man I just think that this is this is pure speculation this is pure fantasy I'm not taking I'm not taking the side of either left versus right. I'm just taking the side of the constitutionalists and what our founding fathers had in mind. And I don't think our founding fathers had this situation in mind. And to me, I don't think they've they've came up with situations like this. And you'd have to look at what our You'd have to look at what our founding fathers were thinking at the time. And they didn't think that we would ever have a situation like this. Where where you have a sitting president who can't who who somehow comes out that he committed treason and sedition and committed high crimes to steal the election. Now that's something we have to find out if our framers had this in mind. But to me, I don't think our founding founding fathers had this in mind. I don't think so, guys. I don't think so. So this is something that every constitutionalist would have to look at and not look at it from the from the left and right view. Look at it from what our founding fathers had had in mind and what they wrote down for us. It's that simple, guys. We would have to figure out to see what our founding fathers had in mind when they wrote the Constitution. Okay? We would have to figure this out. Because I'm telling you right now, this is getting to a territory of, like, what you see in third, like, in uh, European parliaments. And this is something I suspect our founding fathers wanted to not have happen. Because they didn't want a repeat of what they saw in Europe and in England. So, I, so my thinking here, ladies and gentlemen, is that this is not possible under our current constitution. We don't have the ability to absolve elections. We don't. We don't have the ability to simply say, okay, 
the president, the, the current president committed a, like fraud, treason. He needs to go. We need to absolve the Constitution and start all. We don't have that process. We don't. Maybe Europe has it, but not here in America. We don't have that here in America for, for, for a particular reason. We don't. I'm sorry to say this, ladies and gentlemen. We do not have that capability that European parliaments and Asian parliaments have. We don't. I'm sorry. Now, if we did have that capability, I mean, how off, how, how would it look like here in America if we did? It'd be an interesting, it'd be an interesting scenario. It would. Sorry again if I yawn, guys. It would be an interesting scenario. It would be, guys. It pretty much would be. But I look at it like this. I look at it like this. It's wishful thinking that that Donald Trump like posted this on on True Social and. To me, under our current constitution, I don't think it's possible that that to dissolve a government because it was found to be illegitimate and fraudulent. I don't think it's possible. I mean, it would it would have to take a lot of work to make it happen. It would. But for me, guys. I just think it, it's like a bridge too far. It is. It's a bridge too far for, for, for me to see. It really is. It really is. But in any case, guys, I just want to say this, guys. For the sake of, like, what's going on with Twitter and all this shit and basically going on with Donald Trump I try not to dabble on both sides of it I try to stay neutral and center as much as I can I try to I try to I just only give my opinion and my two dollars worth I probably gave you what ten dollars worth of opinions I probably did ladies and gentlemen I probably did but believe me guys believe me what Donald Trump wants I don't think it's legally allowed under the constitution that may that may be wishful thinking that may be something that you go I don't think so man I don't think so. Yep. That's one of those things you go, that's a nice that's a nice idea, but reality's gonna say we can only impeach him, but we can't dissolve the government because of it. Yep. We can't. So that is that is something that we should look at and something we should we should see if we can get a constitutional amendment for it. 
But right now, I don't think either side can entertain the idea of going through that process. And that pro- and the last time that process end, like was done was to end prohibition. And that probably took like a lot of calls to do. And I don't think we want to do that all over again. Yep. So, anyway, guys, I'm near work. I got to get something to eat. And, uh, yes, I have to do a diaper check, guys. I have to do a, do a diaper check just to make sure that I'm not leaking or pooping into my diapers. Because if I do any of those... I'd have to, like, basically do a diaper change, and uh, I try to make my diapers last all the way until I get back home, where I can safely do a diaper change if I leak or poop, okay? And lately, guys, what I've been eating, guys, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this. Be careful what you eat, guys, because your gastrointestine may not may not like you and may want to beat the living shit out of you, which did that to me, which is why my diapers are going through like no tomorrow. Yeah. Pretty much, guys. Pretty much. But anyway, guys, I am near work right now. Judging by the location I'm at, which means I'm near the airport area. So, I thank you guys for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. I will see y'all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon. Bye for now.